how is everyone doing? I'm pretty good, man. Mostly alive. Yeah, getting back to alive. I'm undead at this point. I'm older than I was the last time. That does happen. I've been enjoying these unusually warm days that we've been having over here. It's kind of cool. I went to the beach today. I think we have y'all's weather over here. It's been like 50 and rainy for the past like three days. Oh man, send it this way. We need it. I'll get right on it. <laughs> Just hook up a big fan. Yep. Point it towards California. If everybody in Florida hooked up every fan that they had and pointed it at the clouds in a westwardly direction, would that work? <laughs> If we could do that, I'm pretty sure we would uh, deflect hurricanes with it. <laughs> if everybody in Florida pointed their fan at a hurricane. I'm sure enough meth heads have tried. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking hilarious. I would love to see that. It's like the governor's like, yeah, okay, everybody get your fans out. Point them at the hurricane. You could probably just Google it. <laughs> I bet there's pictures. <laughs> I bet there is too. <laughs> So we're back after a long holiday break for episode 20. It's a good round number. I like it. As opposed to curves. square numbers. Sharp numbers is what I was going for, but... <laughs> I mean, depending on how you draw your twos and your fours, they could be a little pointy. Sure. They could be round or pointy. My fours are kind of pointy. My twos fours, are definitely round. I don't trust a round four. Fours are always pointy. No matter how you do it. Uh, yeah, for sure a round four is just a nine. Yeah. Uh, for, for the audience at home, they are now drawing fours on roll 20. Um, yes, that's, that's what fours look like, everyone. Oh, that's a nine. That's a round four. No, that's a round four. four. I, that's what you're saying. I get it. Do you, who remembers where we left off? Did ooh, we stop ooh. immediately after uh, the flute incident? I believe so. Yeah, after undead were rising from the grave due to some crazy possessed flute player, you guys fought your way through the town saving children and priests and everyone alike slaying zombies and skeletons left and right after killing the possessed flute player you uh, ended up I think destroying the flute right with a clutch arrow shot from Sidriel with a ghost bane arrow wasn't it something like that uh, I believe so yep and then Something seemed to, something invisible and laughing seemed to fly away from the destroyed flute towards the prison. And then it was quiet, uh, other than the cries of townsfolk in the distance. Yeep. All of the undead around the graveyard have uh, fallen to the ground limp uh, what do you guys do after that why don't we take it from there if I recall Stormac and Ozel also 
voluntarily went down limp, sat down against a couple of tombstones and nursed their wounds for a moment. That's right. There you are over there. It is true. Well, I think uh, we get ourselves up. Uh, we The sheriff is nearby. Um, we should probably <clears throat> want to go check on Father Grimborough in the the building there to the east. So, like, most of these skeletons have red axes, but a couple of them do not. Do we have some... some stragglers? No. Okay. So I think it's still daytime, right? It's still the day yeah, of Yeah, it's moments. like 11 o'clock in the morning. I mean, yeah, I would follow... Uh... Stormac over to see what Father Grimbro is doing, because the last time we saw him, he was fighting off a uh, few undead. Yeah, um, the sheriff is heading that way, too. As soon as everything falls, he looks at you guys and then runs over there as well. You see the uh, acolyte, Rufio, is, like, kneeling on the ground, panting. Uh, he looks wounded, pretty badly hurt. I'll help him up and, and get him into the what are we calling this building this is the crypt or temple yeah what, what, what it's like a mausoleum yeah, like a, or yeah it's essentially a crypt or um don't those three words describe pretty much the same thing yeah <laughs> it's, a, yeah, it's a, a temple's a corpse house one. yeah temples temples not but uh i guess what i meant is uh, crypt and mausoleum it's a body house oh i'll yell out uh Father Grimborough, are you okay? You hear like a muffled like from underneath where the uh, false coffin was. Oh, nice. He found it. Did we tell him that was there? Uh, Father Ozil will go over and touch the, what is it, a ruby? Some type of gem, right? Uh, what? Isn't there like the the scorpion shape, or it's not a scorpion, it's a scarab shape, and isn't like one of the rocks the trigger to open oh, the Oh yeah, it's, the, it's uh, the eye on the back of the scarab. Yeah, he'll touch that and open it up. Good memory, I don't remember that shit. Yeah, yeah, scarab with an eye on its back. Yeah, Father Grimborough comes back, and he like kind of faints... He faints. He just faints. He yeah. just shows uh, up and faints. Stormack will try to catch the old man before his head hits the pavement. Give me a reflex save. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, it's not easy being a hero, I'll tell you that. Um, here's the <laughs> reflex save. Uh, that's a 24. Nice. That's a 19 on the die for a 24. Uh, yeah, you catch him just in time. With a little time to spare. <laughs> Oh, Father, take it easy. I ease him down to the ground. Rufio runs in, and he's still, like, bleeding from his shoulder and his side, and he's got, like, mud on his face, and he's like, ah, I'll take care of Grimborough. Just check on the rest of the town. I might be willing to take care of all of us right now. All right, nobody move. May Phrasma bless us all. Wait, whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are we even there? Because I feel like 
Flora and Sid were way over there, and then by the time we got over here, our friends have disappeared, and so we're like, where the fuck are they Meg is frantically moving herself 320 feet in circles around roll 20. Did they get taken by the undead? Where's our friends? Oh, fuck, are they dead? Sid will just kind of, like, look at Flora and point at, like, just kind of cringe, like, over there, probably? Probably, as if you would just know that. I mean, they talked about it, and we know <laughs> there's a hiding spot there. We did leave. We that also place told Professor Grimber, earlier, Professor uh, Grimber, Father Grimber, to go there. Okay, fine. We'll do that then. Also, it's midday, and you can clearly see us. You're inside. Can <laughs> I see through walls? You you saw us walk over there into the front door. Did we? Is that canon? I saw you walk. It's canon. Now they teleported. <laughs> I mean, it's more fun if you don't you don't see them and you're looking for them and then you see them. No, yeah, it's too late now. They've told us that we've seen them, so that they they win. We've revealed ourselves, John. It's too late. <laughs> <laughs> they have decreed. All right, so uh, are you you gonna? Yeah, we're coming. Heal someone, Ozil? Is that what you're uh, talking about? Um. Well, here's my question. When do the effects of the channel difference go into effect? Is that a now thing, or is that a tomorrow thing? Um, I'd say now. Okay. Oh yeah, actually we didn't even talk about our level ups. Yes, at the end of last session we leveled up. Yay! Hooray! We sure did. Do we want to do that now, or should we... I mean, we can. Mine's, mine's pretty easy. I can go first. Um, clerics are great because at level three, they get a bunch of shit right away. I got uh, level two spells for the first time. I got an increase in my level one spells, which are great. I haven't been much of a cleric most of this entire adventure, so it feels good to actually be able to contribute, be a contributing member of the party. You know what I mean? Uh, but I took extra channel so I can go... I can channel two extra times per day, but my channels also went up to 2d6, which I really enjoy. Uh, that's a lot. That's a d6 improvement on my channel strength, which is nice. And, 200%. Uh, it's a 100% increase. Very good, yeah. Stormac. Thank you, sir. <laughs> what about Flora? I don't remember all the things I did to her. I just I just followed Hero Labs pointing me. I just did the things it told me to do. I she leveled up and got some skills and some feet. <laughs> a feet. Yes, what, what, you remember what the feet was? Yeah, I uh, decided after uh, Ryan's guidance to go for a ride by attack. Which uh, lets me continue moving after I attack something. Pretty solid. Like on a charge. Yes. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, what about Stormak? Stormak uh, has been running his stout little legs off so much lately that he got faster. He is now as fast as a normal human. Or elf. Mm-hmm. Or half-orc. And uh, nice. for my feet, I'm going to keep that secret until I bust it out. It's on my character sheet if you need to see it, but um, 
gonna wait until de- I'm gonna wait to debut that. <laughs> you don't get any cool kung fu moves. Well, I get a, kick. get another, you know, base attack bonus point. Do you think he was like Neo and he wakes up from the Matrix and he's like, I know kung fu now. I already knew kung fu. Just a little bit better. He's just remembering it. Well, actually, I will share, uh, at third level, a monk gains a pool of key points, finally. I was using just one key point before from being a special kind of dwarf. Iron within. It's a racial trait that gives dwarves a key point regardless of their class. Uh, But now at third level as a monk, I do have a key pool. And my unarmed strikes are to be now treated as magic weapons. That's fair. Not bad. That's pretty wicked. Is that just a monk ability? Yeah, at third level, a key strike allows monks unarmed combat or unarmed attacks to be treated as magic weapons for the purpose of overcoming damage reduction. Nice. Wicked. What about good old Sidriel? Uh, Sidriel is a little more wizardy than he was before. Uh, no new spells yet, but got a couple... Well, no new spell levels. Got a, picked up a couple extra spells. Uh... Yeah, some of the good stuff, your your grease, your uh, protection from what I can say. Some spells, who knows what they were. Your um, grease, yeah, yeah. And well. I am slightly better at shooting people who are standing next to other people now. Other people Ooh, being fancy. Or other people being enemies. Like, does, is it, does it help for an ally to be there, or is it more helpful? It's only for shooting it, it, your allies. Yeah. It, 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 the, I took a feat that says uh, target Flora. No, and I get nice. a plus six to hit Flora if she's next to Daisy. Dude, I thought you had to be level five for that. I think I'm going to take that feat next level. If you're aiming at a bad guy, does it help you if his friends are next to him, or... So what it does friend. is it um, normally you have a penalty for firing uh, at an enemy that's engaged in a melee combat. Oh, this removes oh, that penalty. Okay. Yeah. Every it archer gives you a plus takes six to target uh, halflings riding dogs. See, this yeah. is why you guys brought me here so I can ask the stupid questions. No, that's not a stupid question. <laughs> there are no stupid questions, just stupid people. Oh, or stupid rude. answers. <laughs> I'm just playing. I know. There's both. Well, here we are, back in wrestlings. What what is, what is your guys like next few steps? What, we don't have to role play through all of this unless you want to. Well, we gotta well, check I on was, the rest of the town, right? Yeah, I was gonna throw down a quick fucking channel if, when everybody gets there. Uh, okay. Bring Father Grimbro up. Bring everybody up else up. Um, I'll roll that now. Oh, not too bad. It's a five healing for everybody around. Nice. Yeah, Grimboro wakes up and kind of sits up and thanks you and gives you a funny look. I see that you have uh, found our lady. Phrasma has given me back the powers... To which I need to solve this problem, Father Grimbro. Your guidance was appreciated. Yes, sir. Uh, perhaps you could guide me to my bed. I shall. Uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll return. Uh, he 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 pulls out the uh, Phrasma for dummies from his coat. 
hands it back to Father Grimbro as I, uh, I'll, I'll pick him up, like, uh, his arm over one of my shoulders and walk him back. Maybe the, uh, acolyte can get his other shoulder. What's his name? Rufio? Mm-hmm. Rufio. <laughs> yep, uh, Rufio will help. The sheriff is, uh, uh, right around there, too, and this grave digger is still alive. Thank God the grave digger's alive. So you gather everyone up, heal them, and uh, they all start heading back towards town to try and see what happened to their houses and stuff. Oh, hold on real quick. Um, you, sir, what is your name? And I approach the grave digger. He has to have a name. Everyone has a name. So friendly. <laughs> so friendly. You're so friendly. <laughs> Um, it's just in contrast. I appear that friendly. (laughs) 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 My name is Vincent. We survived the day, Vincent. I, or at least the morning. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we get back to town. (laughs) (laughs) Right on. And um, yeah, you get back and you see lots. You see like trails of zombies that are just lifeless on the ground and like wounded people are and like they're like trying to help each other out and pick up broken things now Rufio offers to take the Father Grimbro back and then with the sheriff uh, where are you headed? I want to check on Kendra you want to check on Kendra? yes and the child that we sent to her care who may or may not have survived we don't know that yet yeah, yeah, I, I feel like that's uh, doing. Yeah, that's 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 definitely the first stop because it's on the way. Yeah, which uh, it was Peverin you sent to yeah. her house. Mm-hmm. Didn't you send him there on his own? No, he had friends that were big and strong. I'm pretty With sure he was alone off of their bones. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever, he's fine. He made it. We did send him there by sending him away from combat. So, yeah, uh, it was necessary. Yeah. Into the town overrun by zombies. No, into the outskirts of the town where (laughs) there was a very secure home. Yeah, more more specifically, out of the graveyard full of zombies and skeletons. That was the real goal. That's closer to the truth. They're all true. Hmm. Some are more true than others. <laughs> Truth is relative to in this case. <laughs> but yeah, you guys head back and people are not really paying much mind to you. They're dealing with their stuff and you see townsfolk that have been slain as well. More than you'd like. But there's no combat going on. Nobody's screaming for their lives. You don't hear any fighting or anything like that. You hear, like, sobbing in the distance. If I remember right, the, the town was, like, filled with mist that we couldn't see through earlier. Is that right? Yeah, has the, has the fog cleared? You're definitely right. Yes. It Eesh. has cleared. Yeah. But it's like the, when it burns off in the morning and you see the, like, cold light of day. Ouch. Except there's just a bunch of fucking dead people everywhere. The cold light of the day of bones. Yeah. It was cold and foggy in the morning, yeah, but now the sun is shining 
fat sun rays down on you. Before we, we move along too far, I just want to uh, clarify. I think I mentioned it last week, but uh, I'm taking that flute with me. I thought the flute I thought broke. I thought you destroyed it with that kick-ass arrow shot. I shot it, but I want to pick up the pieces. Whatever's oh, left of it. sure. Okay, I, I just want to make sure that before we moved on, like, I have that. Word. Yeah, you get to Kendra's, and the front door is shut. As soon as we're in earshot, Stormack will yell out, Kendra, are you okay? Do you hear a, a female voice? cry out. It's hard to really tell what she's saying, but it sounds like not a dead person. Well, that's nice. Well, she did barricade herself inside the house with that kid, so... Or at least that's what we told her to do. <laughs> Kendra, it's safe now. You can you can let us all back in. You hear, like, a deep wood scraping noise. Like, uh, somebody's moving an armoire or something. And, uh, after a minute of that, <laughs> the uh, door opens and she comes out. It's like, oh, what, what in God's name is going on? Are you okay? Did Peverin make it here? <laughs> She's obviously okay. She's right there. Peverin? What? Why would he be here? Oh, God damn it. Dormak will just start running into town looking for Peverin. Uh. Uh, Flora's gonna start running back towards where they lost him. Well, thanks for letting me in. Don't mind if I do, Kendra. Uh, <laughs> hey, how you doing? <laughs> yes, yes, by all means, come in. It's, it's safe. Is it safe out there? It is safe out here, Kendra. Uh, there was a, uh, sudden mass exodus of the dead people back to the living. It's, uh, it was mighty unfortunate. We haven't been able to check the whole town yet, so probably best that you stay here for now. An exodus of dead people back to the living. <laughs> I-, I applaud that. Away from Farazma's uh, tower, uh, obviously. Their souls <laughs> came back into their bodies. Do we see this dead child somewhere? All the children are dead. Cool. No! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, if you... um. You don't see Peverin uh, as you're running towards the square. I've, um, I went south. I'm looking between where we sent him and the Lord mm-hmm. of Yeah, uh, you don't see any signs of him. I'm also shouting for him. Somebody's like, shut up! From <laughs> the distance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't see him down there or on the way to the town square or in the town square directly. You do see um, two of the town guards that you met with some of the kids uh, that you saved, and they're, like, walking them back to their homes. And Old River is in the gazebo, sleeping. Didn't take him long to go back to sleep. I I make sure that (laughs) that he's alive. At first, he doesn't move at all. You jerk. Yeah, but like maybe you, you put your ear up to his chest, and he's like, "Oh, he's breathing." I can barely tell. He doesn't seem to be badly hurt or anything. He's after a second, he probably starts snoring really loud. All right. I feel like Good. after my uh, brief um, interlude with Kendra, I will also take off and head back down towards the Laughing Demon, where we told all of those halflings to hold up. Just make sure that. They're okay. Right on. Um, when you run up to the Laughing Demon... I probably would have gotten there last. 
you see a couple of the council people, a councilwoman and a councilman, talking to Zokar outside of the bar. Uh, Flora's gonna, like, charge up and be like, is Pevrin here? With, like, no niceties at all. A minus two to your AC for charging. <laughs> Not now that I'm level three. <laughs> Uh, so I said, easy, easy, I'll take, okay, hey, 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 just, just calm down, all right, so let me tell you. And then the door opens behind him and Pevrin comes out. She'll scoop him up, not like scoop him up, pick him up, but like big hug, like, like, oh God, I was so worried about you. I'm okay. I don't really know you, lady. <laughs> <laughs> stranger danger, stranger danger. No, um, he's like, I'm, 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 I'm okay. He's like, yeah, he's fine. Uh, he's a tough boy. He like kind of pats him on the head. All right, was that fun for you, John? <laughs> and he goes around and and he hugs both of like everyone there. If you'll let him, he goes for hugs. <laughs> yes. I'm so glad you're okay. I have a feeling he wouldn't hug me, but I'll accept a hug if he's willing to give it. He comes in for one. Aw. What a short-term memory. Your battle buddies. Believe it or not, Stormak <laughs> is a hugger. He goes, in for, he, he goes in for a big hug, too. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, I don't believe it. What about, what about Sidriel? He's just standing slightly off the side nervously. Like, just really hoping that no one tries to hug him. <laughs> I try to grab Sidriel and pull him into the group hug. Oh god, it's a group hug? I mean, he'll get pulled in. He doesn't have the confidence to tell you no. <laughs> he just looks, you can just tell he really doesn't want to be part of it. Zokar will look at you, and he'll, like, lower his arms, and he'll put out a handshake. I guess I'll, like, try to slide one of my arms after the bear hug of Stormac and, like, <laughs> slightly shake his hand. Oh, I, th- I didn't realize you were in the hug. He, he got nope, still, nope that, that's canon now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Flora, like, squeezes um, herself out of it because all she's getting is, like, armpits. <laughs> I'm not sure you're tall enough to get armpits. Yeah. <laughs> the councilwoman next to you who was talking to Zokar is like, Yes, we're glad you're all okay, but there's many that are not. Do you have any idea what happened here? I looked to Sidriel. Well, it seems that the dead didn't particularly want to stay that way. That's about all we have so far. Yes, well, that much was obvious. I frown at this councilwoman. I think it has something to do with this, this flute. Uh, as soon as we were able to destroy that, most of the, the dead did fall to the ground. Most likely it's all tied back to the prison. Still unsure how so far. The prison? I don't understand. Shit's haunted. <laughs> Moon's haunted. <laughs> you have evidence of this? Madam Councilwoman, we do have evidence that links a cult to the haunting of the prison and the desire to remove some of their more illustrious inmates souls from that prison this is deeply disturbing 
I would very much like to hear more. We were just telling Zokar that there will be a town meeting later this evening. Uh, we would appreciate it very much if you showed up. Where and when? The town hall, uh, at Two Fingers. He puts his fingers up to the, his hand up to the sky and like counts the fingers on the horizon. Oh, oh my the god. Sun. They don't have time. They don't have time. (laughs) Okay, two two fingers it is, Madam Councilwoman. With honor, we shall be there. Do they say a clock? Two fingers a clock. I mean, they do have like water clocks and stuff in Galarian. At dusk. It's actually some old Ustalavian dialect that she's trying to bring back as like a, (laughs) a committee as part of the city council. She's a hipster. <laughs> we have to go back to fingers because uh, water clocks are too expensive. <laughs> Darmak Angelad. At Tanagra. Nice. <laughs> Nerds. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I understood the thing. I got the reference. <laughs> when the walls fell. <laughs> when the walls fell. So, uh, yeah, he tells you it's, a pre- it's dusk at the town hall. They talk to Zokar for another minute, and the two council people walk off. So it's a council man and a council woman that we've not met? Is that right? Um, yeah, I don't think you've met her yet. Or, or him? There, there was a councilman and a councilwoman? Yeah, he wasn't talking much. The councilman, actually, you recognized from the one that is the one that read the will. Lorimer's will. So, yeah, you recognize him, uh, but you hadn't met her. Um, She did not introduce herself. Uh, She seemed to just be after the facts of what happened and then, like, concerned about getting things back together. Councilwoman, I appreciate you. Uh, We will be at that meeting. I must go conclude the activities of the Day of Dead and help the find townsfolk of Ravengrove bury their dead as much as I possibly can. I shall see you there. Thank you very much. I think uh, Ozil's plan is to go around and find, you know, the townsfolk who have died, the ones that need to get buried, and do what he can to assist anybody who needs help in doing so. Right on. Cleaning up the dead, moving the old dead... However. Perfect. Uh, what's everyone else do? Stormak will assist Ozil. I'm gonna go find the fist whistles. Okay. Sidriel? Uh, I'm gonna head back to the Lormer estate and try to find out what I can more about this flute and get some quality time in with Kendra. Oh. Right on. Oh, more forward, eh? Mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a skin <laughs> flute? Oh, gross. I don't know. I haven't cast identify yet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and cool. Uh, you get back to Kendra, and she seems to be a little shaken, but she's fine. The house didn't get messed up or anything. Stormak and Ozil help everyone they find, and maybe bury a couple bodies. 
Bring out your dead. I'm not dead yet. Bring out your dead. I feel happy. Yeah, I wouldn't have killed that guy. Um, If there's anybody Um, who looks really hurt, I do have one more healing spell. Like, if I can help somebody in particular, I have one more thing that I would use. Uh, if you want to, yeah. There's, yeah, there's come, definitely people that are hurt. Sure, if I come across somebody who's like on the brink of death, I will absolutely uh, heal them for as much as I possibly can. Roll a luck roll. And if Ooh, you dope. fail it, there will be somebody to cast it on. <laughs> Ooh, that's a 90. So that's a success. So yeah, you don't really find anyone that's on the brink of death. Like there's people that are being bandaged up, and but they look stable. Okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> I didn't really want to waste my spell slot, but if there was someone in great need, I would have done it. Yeah. Luck roll. <laughs> um, you were lucky. Uh. Flora, when you get to the fist whistles, uh, you notice there's several less of them. And uh, everyone is, like, kind of tending to their wounds and mourning uh, the ones that they've lost. After they were already trying to bury poor Blarney this morning. So wait, some of them died? Yeah, it looks like they have, like, two people that are laid down on a blanket with another blanket over them. What happened to the silk purse guys that were defending people? Or not defending people. You failed them. They were defending money. They're like, they would only defend the silk purse. But We got ran off and they didn't didn't come to save us. Damn it. Okay. Like we're, we're we're a strong bunch. We'll be all right. That was demonstrably untrue. It's <laughs> 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 <That's> awful. <laughs> there are friends. You're doing divination. Magic Israel's not there. That's just my commentary. No, I know. <laughs> Leslie, there are friends. <laughs> Were. Yeah, they're dead now. Actually, well, well, they they were our friends. <laughs> okay, well, just I mean, just let me know if you need anything. No, I, yeah, thank you so much. Uh, we we appreciate you. Consider yourself family dead again. Oh, ouch. <laughs> Stormac and Ozel walk by with a crate full of dead people, and they're like, "Still free to bury your dead today? Time's running out. Um, all day, all day. Oh yeah. my god! Oh my god! Still free? No, I would. Stormac, shut up! Shut! Stop talking! Well, I didn't use his voice, so he didn't say that. Okay. <laughs> oh, I feel like that is not uh, cool, but uh, that was a loophole. If, I didn't use his if, voice. He did actually. If we're say doing it, it, we're doing it. I mean, we are doing it, but I didn't say that. <laughs> I'm doing it well. Yeah, I feel like it wouldn't be... doing it more politely. It wouldn't be a crate as much as a cart, 
with a heap of townsfolk on it, sadly. So, unless there's anything else specific you guys want to do until town meeting, nope. let me know. Or we'll I mean, just can I cast Identify on this, uh, this flute? Yes, absolutely. I would do that. Uh, tell me what Identify does. Identifies things. <laughs> Nuh-uh. Mm. It's a flute. It's a broken uh, flute. Yeah, let me pull it up so I have the full <laughs> description here. So functions as detect magic, except you get a plus 10 enhancement bonus on spellcraft checks made to identify the properties and command words of magic items. Nice. Hell so, yeah. So detect magic, you know, let me know, like the school of magic, uh, if I can keep focusing on it, I get more and more information. Um, and then because I'm an elf, I get another plus 2 to that spellcraft check, so it's actually going to be a plus 12 on top of my yeah. normal bonus. Now roll it up. Nice. Okay, so spellcraft on that is normally as so it's gonna be a plus nineteen on this roll. Nice, fuck yeah, dude! Holy shit! Nice. <laughs> Holy shit! If we're not twenty, that'll be a thirty-nine. Wow! <laughs> Identify the fuck out of this spell. That's a big number. It doesn't appear to be magical. What the fuck? Well, at least he knows that. Yeah, he really knows it. You know it for sure, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) And I'm 100% certain. So from from knowing that, though, that the flute is not magical, but something came out of this flute, am I able to infer anything from that? You have, uh... What are your knowledges? Captain Wizard, I got them all. Uh, You want religion, you want planes, nature, dungeoneering, arcana? Yeah, you can roll knowledge religion. So it'll be, it'll be a plus eight to this. Uh, it's gonna be a ten total. Um, I mean, just uh, with your with a ten, this at least like to you resembles something to do with like the undead. Like, uh, you maybe it was possessed or something. Some weird cursed item. Fair enough. But, um, yeah, you can't really discern any details about it from what happened uh, with that knowledge, but you could at least connect it to the undead. Which, I mean, I guess that was kind of obvious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but du- duly noted. But I guess a ghosts, ghosts in, in particular. This flute's spoopy. Heard. Yeah, it's a spoopy flute. Spoopy flute. Spoop flute. Spoop flute. But yeah. While Ozil and Stormak are going about the town, um, Stormak is knocking on doors and saying, is everyone okay in here? And checking on, like, every building, basically. When um, someone answers and they have children, if he recognizes the child, he'll say, um, I believe I lent you something earlier today. Could you please return that to me? Uh, yeah, you do find all the children safe with your weapons. Their parents, like, some of their parents return it to you instead of the kid mm-hmm. doing it. And, like, they've got, like, an angry scowl on their face. Uh, Stormak holds each weapon with reverence. And he says, your child was very brave today and, and fought with honor. Uh, if... 
if if you would give me the opportunity I would like to be I would like the um, chance to pass on my and they slam doors in his face and stuff I bet you're, <laughs> you're trying to train a child militia in this town um, Stormac, uh, Stormac looks back at Ozil, who's like carrying a dead body, and he's just like, uh, "No, <laughs> that's not what I'm trying to do." Um, excuse me, Ozil. <laughs> that was not my character. Oh. Ozil's all for training child militias; <laughs> like he's all down for it. I was, I'm just taken aback a little bit as a player. So, but, uh, so I'm into it. Stormac is is telling these parents that he's uh, willing to train uh, the children and the parents on how to how to use these various weapons uh, to defend themselves. That's nice. I mean, throughout whenever in history has the people raising a child army been on the wrong side of history? <laughs> I mean, depends on what viewpoint you're looking at it from. It works every time. Honestly. So Stormag never says army. He just says, if you ever want someone to train you how to use this weapon properly to defend yourself and your family, please... Don't hesitate to ask me. Anyway, he probably says that. Boom. Ten times. Slam door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get two kids' parents are agreeable to that. Like, are kind of like, yeah, maybe we'll talk later. Okay, he's he's just smiles to everyone. He's, he's happy uh, for the moment to say his thing, even when they slam the door in his face. He heads back to Ozil, and, he, <laughs> right and he's on. just, like, nodding, and he's, like, you know, putting his weapons back in his backpack. And, um, cool. Uh, anything else? We head back to the Lorimer estate. No, I guess that's it. I did also want to try to pick up some more arrows. I don't know if any of the shops are currently open. Yeah, if you go up there, they're, they're like, not really in business. The, everything's kind of, like... Yeah, I just remember, yeah, there's a huge zombie uprising. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that'll wait. You guys reconvene at the Lorimer estate and then, uh, come back for the town meeting? Yes. At dusk, uh, you know, everything's pretty quiet. There's not a lot of business or movement even uh, this late in the day. And uh, you see a couple people on their way there entering the town hall. And when the doors open, it sounds like there's a huge crowd in there. For the record, Stormac took a bath and got fresh clothes and maybe took a nap, ate something. Right on. Yeah, so when you guys get in, it is, it might even be everyone that's left in town. Uh, It's packed. There's like 40, 50 people in here. Um, Ooh, we are in the town hall map, and there are a lot of people. uh, They ask you to leave Daisy outside, though. (laughs) Oh, John just deleted her from the map. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's rough. It's cold. I don't see any halflings. Jesus Christ, there is a shit ton of people in here. I'm pretty sure that's just every token John has. <laughs> um, you see Zokar, you see the sheriff, Jaminda, the apothecary, uh, you see the blacksmith, you see pretty much everyone you've met uh, is in here. Uh, no children, however. And yeah, the fist whistles are in here as well. Uh, not all of them, uh, but several of them. Um, I will politely stand in the back. Be 
because it looks like it's pretty full in here. Yeah, Flora can't see shit from the back, so she's gonna push her way up. There. Take a seat in the front row there so you, you can see something. Can't see you could have sat on my shoulders, but it's cool. <laughs> I could find you a box to stand on. Um, you come in and you hear people just yelling and shouting over each other, like, what are you gonna do about this? Like, we can't live like this. The dead are rising from the ground. There's necromancers everywhere. Like, a couple people look back at you guys. But then, like, look back forward and just keep shouting. And Wait, did they look at us like we're the necromancers? Is that like one or two people like kind of gave you a dirty glance? <laughs> they might maybe they didn't see you saving people. I mean, shit did start going down once we got to town. We might be the necromancers. <laughs> Florida didn't see. Are the we list. the baddies? <laughs> Are we the bad guys? Well, we have that co- so, that connection to Lorimer, and they always thought Lorimer was a necromancer, so. I mean, it makes sense. Thematically. Yeah. And so they're just yelling... What's the word? Cacophony of pissed-off villagers. Not everyone looks pissed-off. Some of them are, like, standing with their arms crossed, like, just trying to listen to people. But the councilwoman that you talked to earlier is up front, and she's like, Everybody! Shut up! She yells really loud. And, like, kind of... Dies down a little bit. Hey, is Kendra here? Kendra is not here. Okay. She wanted to stay home. Uh, she's like, that would be too much for me at the moment. Understandable. And uh, she's like, I, I realize that there is something going on. It's been worse and worse. In our town. I assure you that the sheriff has his men and everyone that we can find working on it. We're going to instruct everybody to stay away from the prison. The sheriff and his new friends have told me that it has something to do with all of this. It was off limits. So yeah, she's... Uh, assuring everyone uh, that people are on it and she kind of looks at the sheriff and the sheriff uh, looks at you guys the sheriff's new friends here apparently are on to something and we believe that they might be able to help us would you come up here please and she like kind of motions for you guys to come up here all head up there yeah kind of start shuffling toward the front Laura waits for you guys to go first Stormac walks right up the middle and and is like almost almost shaking people's hands as he walks like hello hello <laughs> yes. hello and comes over like what are you applying for office my god did you kiss a baby or two we, on the way we're all we all should have that mentality we're all applying for acceptance in this town I mean yeah they did hate us for a long time some of them still do it's obvious as you're walking past them you guys get up. The sheriff has assured us that these fine men and women have done great deeds to help our community, and especially during all of this, to protect us and find out what is going on. We plan to send them into the prison to find out 
and I'm sure you everything will be all right soon. But we must stay in our homes as much as possible, and definitely do not go near the ruins outside of town. It dies down a little bit more, and she's like, will you, will you help us? kind of just promised a room full of angry mob that we were gonna, so I don't know what choice we have. <laughs> Flora's smirking. They'll do it! <laughs> and like, half the crowd maybe cheers, half booze. Uh, Father Ozo will look out over the crowd and say, there is no better adversity than what we have faced today. And in every defeat, every heartbreak, every loss, they all contain their own seed and their own lesson on how to perform better the next time. Please don't take this lightly. Please learn from this lesson and improve your defenses of this town. We shall go to the prison, but I feel that the prison is... Your burden to bear. Again, it's like mixed responses. But overall, the crowd seems to be like a lot calmer than it was when you first came in. And the councilwoman grabs like a gavel. Then it's settled. And she hits the gavel on the the podium. And um, at that moment... Why? Why right now? Because that gavel's possessed. Oh, god damn it. The torches that are lighting the inside of the town hall here are all lit. The flames on them begin to get bigger all of a sudden. can flare up immensely. And, like, flames spit out of them onto the ground. And out of the flames... come these flaming, flying skulls cackling <laughs> and echoing through the place. Oh, skulls. I thought you said seagulls. Skulls. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, I, I also heard gulls. Well, they sound like gulls, but they're skulls. The flames hit the ground, and the the Can wood of the skulls? town hall begins to burn. Oh, Wes said sea skulls. Sea skulls. <laughs> yes. Uh, the ground is on fire. Is that what you just said? Yeah, the fire spits out from these five torches, and um, starts burning on the ground and. Spreading. Everybody out! There's a total of four flaming skulls that appear. And these are normal-sized, like, humanoid skulls? Yeah, they're just normal human skull size. Um, cackling. And they say, oh, let's roll for initiative! <laughs> they don't say that. Yeesh. All right. Fourteen. So, uh, Fifteen for Sid. 
That Ooh, is a 19 for Stormak. 15 on the die okay. for a 19. 23. Nice. 18 on the die, 23. Well, unfortunate news, I'm not quite close enough to the door to cast Grease on it. Trap us all. Darn. I see a good number of tokens here from John's last module that he GM'd us in. Good to see, good yeah. to see these familiar <laughs> faces. Yeah. <laughs> There's like half dwarves. Yeah, they're all like almost all dwarves. Uh, so all the fires are like burning on the ground and they spread. Alright, hold on. Do do do. Wait, so you're, like, choosing where the fire goes? That's fucking cool. Yeah. Translation, that's not cool. I mean, I don't know, it's a cool <laughs> mechanic. I, I like that mechanic. It's kind of nice. Am I wrong? I don't know. No, it seems fun. I like it. Uh, and then... It, Father Ozel. Recently reindoctrinated Father Ozel is at the top of the round. It's about goddamn time. All right. He will uh, yell in his sternest voice. Uh, Everybody, get out of here as, as fast as you can. But slowly yeah. and calmly, like a fire drill, like we've always <laughs> practiced. But as fast as you can. One man on fire in the bottom left. Yes, so the, yeah, the flames spread, and this guy in the back there starts trying to shake it off. He's on fire. So these are uh, floating skulls, correct? Yes. Gotcha. Okay. I'm going to draw my falchion as a move action, and I am going to reach out a finger on the hand that's not holding the falchion and it's gonna get look like it's gonna get really cold and freeze and then an icicle is gonna shoot off of it at the um, skull that is directly 15 feet to my west or west yes alright and so okay. that's a that's a ranged right. touch attack Let's have that riggedy roll. Oh, that's a natty 19 plus my dexterity. That that's hits. a yeah, 20 first touch. <laughs> yeah, you're right. good. It takes uh, 1d6 plus 2 cold damage. That is 4 cold damage. Uh, yeah, it shink like the icicle like sticks right in his eye socket and some of the fire goes out. He's still got a little flickering flame on the top of, in the middle of the top of his skull. Or his, he is a skull. But, and he's still, like, cackling and floating and not dead. Yep, that's fair. Uh, that is his turn. All right, and then it is his turn. And he comes at ya. He's going to try to slam into you. That is 
no attacks of opportunity for having to get on my square. Are there? I'm pretty sure tiny creatures have a reach of zero, so he has oh, yeah. to leave the square adjacent to Ozil to get into his square, and that is leaving yeah, hit him up. square. Alright, I'll I'll try. I want to hit him. Ooh, that's an eighteen to hit. Or no, well, that's definitely sorry. not gonna miss. Sixteen. Sixteen, sorry. Sixteen. Uh you're good. That hits. That hits? Oh shit. Nice. Describe your kill. Why? Does he have less than He has one hit point left. Oh, okay, cool. Uh yeah, if he just comes flying at me after he shot him with the icicle, he's just he's ready, he drew his falchion, shot the icicle, and when he comes at him he just slices him in half. Um What's that called when you cut a skull by vertically? Or uh, by focally? No, that's not right. Bisect. Bisecting. Bisect. But there's a there's a good word in anatomy for cutting a skull directly in half. But yes, bisect it. Bifurcate. Ooh, that's probably that sounds more scientific. <laughs> that's a cool one. Yeah, I cut it into a cross section. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Sagittal cuts. Is cutting it in half vertically. Oh, sagittal. He cuts it sagittally. <laughs> nice. That's what he does. Uh, cool. Uh, so that's Skeleton's flame goes out and it falls to the ground. Clink, 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 clink. Or maybe not clink, clink. But, you know, bone sounds. Crackety rattle. Rattles, yeah. Does it and sound then... like I roll a d20 on a xylophone? Yes. <laughs> and then Stormac is up next. The flames are spreading. People are freaking out. Um, perhaps the, the people as a group could be somewhere on the turn order, just so we don't... I was going to say, do they have an issue? <laughs> Can they move? Yes. They, they move at the end of so the round. So Stormac will double down on Ozil's uh, announcement. Let me... Yeah, go for it. Uh, sorry. Um, real quick, let me tell you some options you have here. You can flee. So the PC can simply flee the fire, moving through crowded squares at half speed. You can fight fires. Uh, you can beat it with a cloak or tapestry or do, like, create water or something like that. It would be like a combat maneuver check. You can direct a crowd as a full round action and a diplomacy check or intimidate. Uh, you can save townsfolk uh, as a standard action by picking them up and moving them out of the fire. Uh, so those are some options that you have as, like, actions to do in this situation. All right. Well, uh, Stormac, he's, he's not very good uh, with, with his words, but um, he is going to uh, double move into the crowd uh, from up in front of the podium. Let's see. So that's 20 feet of free movement, and then I'm moving through a townsperson. So that's going to cost me another... Uh, that five feet of movement will cost me ten feet. Is that right? Yeah, it'll be difficult to range. Okay. <clears throat> and so moving down there. Um, let's see, is that pretty much the same thing? All right. So that's fifty feet 
uh, a movement on the map, which costs me 60 feet, and and um, that gets me almost to the front door because I'm gonna flee naturally. <laughs> uh, no, actually, I'm 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 going for like a tapestry or something. I'm actually now I'm right next to the one townsperson who's on fire, so I gotta try to save him next round. Because that was a double. That move. was a double move, yeah. All I right. suppose I could have run. I could have run, but that's right where I want to be anyway, so that's fine. Once you get up to him, you see that he's on the ground now. Um, And, uh, unconscious. On fire. Jeez, in the surprise round, this guy's a chump. Alright, well. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, this skull attacks this townsfolk. Uh, the, the skull in the Middle East. That's a natural 20. All the way from the Middle East to here. Okay, I'll see. It doesn't confirm on a natural fact. Um, but it does put him down unconscious. That's Luker Stinnison from Down the Blighted it is. Path. <laughs> he's, he's visiting. Oh, jeez. That guy's had a rough life. Um, <laughs> can't catch a break. Not anymore. Jeez, he's a chump too. Um, he's dead already? <laughs> All right, well, gotta save these folks. Oh, he's yeah. not dead. He's just okay. Next skull is gonna attack this townsfolk. John put a red X on the guy, then he took it off, then he put a sleepy face on him, then he took that off, then he put the red X back on him. <laughs> <laughs> he might be dead. It's not fair. Um, Come on. The skull attacks this guy. He goes down. Wow. Sidriel's uh, up next. Sidriel's uh, gonna take a five foot step up onto this dais. And then take two shots at the uh, one just attacked Lucas right Johnson. So, first shot is. Uh, 23. That hits. That's uh, four points of damage, bludgeoning. You still using those bludgeoning right arrows? And then second shot is a seventeen to hit for another eight points of damage. Right. That describe your kill. Uh, so get the first shot off, and it kind of like catches the forehead, but glances off a little bit. Turns to look at me, a second one goes straight to the eye socket and shatters out the back. I feel like you nice. might have hit the guy behind the skull. They're blunt <laughs> arrows, and by that, you know, it, it lost a lot of its energy blasting through a skull. It's Hell, the lady's like, oh, I've got bits of skull in me, ass. <laughs> and, um, Flora's up next. Uh, okay, so that one's dead, and that one's dead, and that one's gnawing on somebody's face, and so, uh, it's a whole round to put out a fire? Combat maneuver check, uh, yes, standard action. Okay, I'm gonna put this fire out. 
With what? Whatever is nearby. Like somebody's coat. Alright, so I'm going to say it would be an action to get whatever is nearby. Give me your coat! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you take the coat from the guy next to you. He's like, alright! <laughs> what is it? What is it? Like, he can't even see me because I'm so small. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he gets it off and he's trying to just like give it to you and, and push his way through the crowd. And, Would um, it perhaps be like a move action to get the cloak or jacket and then maybe a standard? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Sounds good. That's what I'm thinking. And uh, a standard action to pull someone out of the fire. Right. But can I can I um, bat at the fire now or do I have to wait for my next turn? Next turn. Oh. All right. This skull attacks Stormac. Ooh. I will try to punch it before it gets to me. Prove it. Prove yeah. it before you punch it. That's what my grandpa always used to say. Here's an unarmed strike for you. That is a 17 total. That hits. Seven damage. Describe your kill. Alright. Yeah, it comes flying at me and I just smash it right in the right between the eyes. Nice. Ba-bam. Right. Didn't have to delete it, I guess, but... Yeah, he's dead. Um, and now the panicking crowd starts moving. Uh, Zokar runs to one end and starts, along with the sheriff, like hurrying people out the door, trying to help them through. I mean, have you ever seen those crazy videos of like when they do mm. plane evacuations and they're like, all right, everybody be. So- safe and then they fill the cabin with smoke and see what people actually do they look like mass crowds of people flooding for an exit like people are climbing over seats like no one's like there is no no orderly fashion (laughs) yeah there is no orderly fashion like people are just moving so fast john i think you're making a lot of work Um, for yourself here you're moving these guys just 10 feet at a time they could most half of them could get out the building by now. They move three squares per round. Wow. And uh, they're blocked by people. It's like, or it's like half your movement to get through. Uh, Holy shit. Wasn't there an, an action that we can do to make them go faster? No, you can direct no? you them. Can do a, you can do a diplomacy or intimidate to make them move six squares. Gotcha. Um... And now the fire spreads. Wait, what about all these people on the right side? They didn't move. You didn't move. Fill that gap, John. There you go. (laughs) Let's make it extra fire dangerous. Uh, this one goes here. Wait, is fire moving or is it spreading? This is not getting good. It's spreading. Oh, what? It just hopped over to that guy. Is does he have like yep. more flammable clothing? He was a drunk. <laughs> I'm rolling randomly. Oh yeah, that would be ooh. Oh. On Flora. Uh oh. Flora, the flame spits out and engulfs you. Roll me a reflex save. Oh, how do I do that? Um, okay, I found it. I think yes. Oh, 20 plus 3. All right. 
Uh, you do not catch on fire. You're able to, like, kind of brush it off. Okay. Another townsfolk gets engulfed in flames. Two more. And Father Ozel is up next. Yeah, two more. Sorry. Yeesh. Wow. Now, you have, like, one round to get them out. I'll tell you right now. Um, Father Ozel will make a rousing speech. Flee! Flee for your lives! <laughs> That's very rousing. Get out of here as fast as you can. Uh, making the speech is a full round action. Or a standard action. I'm sorry. I just forgot. Uh, standard. Uh, full round, sorry. Yeah, yeah. He'll, diplomacy? He'll, he'll make the full round with a diplomacy check. Of 15? Is that going to be enough? Is 13 on the die? That's a DC 15. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> he has a right, pretty so yeah, shit diplomacy. Rousing speech. Excellent. Uh, seems to be pretty effective. Um, everyone is hurrying even more. <laughs> uh, oh, Stormak is up next. Um, Stormak's going to grab this guy who's on fire. Is that the best? Is that the smartest thing? Uh, see him combat maneuver him out of there? Is that right? Like roll him on the ground? Yeah, it's a standard, <laughs> yeah, a combat maneuver check. Okay. Here we go. That is a 12. Oof, not great. Oof, it's actually. I think it is. Oh, yeah, no, it's not a combat maneuver. It's actually a combat maneuver to try and put out the fire. That's what it was. Uh, to save it, it's just a standard action. You pull him out, and he is not moving, and he looks pretty badly burned. Up next is this skull. Moves to another townsfolk. Takes her down gnawing at the back of her head while her hair starts on fire a little bit. And Sidriel's up next. Okay, so Sidriel's gonna move kinda over the unconscious body of Luker Stenerson here and fire an arrow off at the last uh, skull flying around. Alright. Roll that beautiful bean for the schnatty one. Oh no! Why is it always Yay. West? <laughs> well, Your I mean, bowstring breaks. I guess it died. He did take a round. To he put did it back pretty on. good. If you confirm it. That's a 24. Nope. That does not confirm. You're good to go. Uh, it still misses, but your bow is fine. Uh, Flora. Sheriff looks over you as it bounces over his shoulder. <laughs> Um, well, first of all, the guy whose coat I stole is still standing here, if you would like to move him real quick. But I'm going to use his cloak to put out his fire that's on top of me. Right on. Uh, yeah, so give me a combat maneuver check. Is that just a d20 as well? Yeah, plus uh, your combat maneuver bonus, your CMB. 
Uh, okay, that's four. So, 14. It was 10 for 14. Alright, you put the fire out. Yay! And then, do you have a move action too? Can I go through? I can go through people if I'm just going like here, right? It's only difficult terrain. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Half so speed. I'm going here. Alright. And then... All the people move and then yeah, the, the fire yeah. moves, right? Yep. So... But they all move six squares, thankfully. They're out. They're out. They're out. Everybody within six squares is gone. And everybody else is closer to the door. Boom, 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 boom. That guy's burning alive. And there's a lot of people in here. Holy shit. And then these all move six squares. What they I'm just they gonna... all get right in front of the door, essentially. Yeah, they could all get essentially there. So I'm just going to move them all up. And uh, then I'm going to roll fire again. This one. Okay. It's going to go here. This one. Here. Oops. Two more. This one goes here, and this one goes here. All right, now it's Father Russell's turn. Promise. All right. Um, again, he is going to say, "A town hall is nothing without its people. Its people are nothing without a town." Flee for your lives. The town hall can be rebuilt. Run for Phrasma. <laughs> Run for Phrasma. <laughs> Roll that diplomacy. Run for Papa. <laughs> Ooh, that's a 13 plus 2 is a 15. Wow, two 15s in a row. Nice. All right. It's not too bad. Nailed it. Stormak. Um, I'm indecisive here. Is that last sculpt still active? Yes. Um, so that skull is 20 feet away from me. Um, through a crowd of panicked people. Yeah. Um, so I can spend key to move more. I think I'm going to have to do that. Um, Yeah, yeah, um, that's that's what it'll be. So I'm going to move through this crowd of people. That's 10, 20, 30, 40 feet of movement. Um, however, oh, and then 45, but with... Um, with the key, I can move another 20. So that's 50 total. <clears throat> so we're good. Oh. And I get right up there, 
then I just am gonna try to do the same thing I did before, just punch this skull into pieces. But here's an unarmed strike. And you just push your way through the crowd. Yeah. They're Damn. like panicked and running. Yeah. Uh, That'll work. 19 on the die. That hits. For four damage. Right on. I don't think this one's been hit yet. Is that right? I don't think so. Let me just check its HP. Um. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's, he's still standing. It's barely a flame anymore. But it attacks you. That's going to be a 14 to hit. That's a miss. Alright. So it misses, you knock it away, and Sidriel's up next. Alright, I guess I'm gonna try to shoot that thing again. First attack is a 24. Nice hit. Oh, yeah. For 7 points of damage. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just grab it a kill. Oh, yeah, catch it with the uh, Stormax fighting it. Uh, Sidio's kind of been tracking it and loses the shot. And uh, yeah, another shattered skull exploding all over uh, Stormax down there. <laughs> it's all in his hair and glasses. I guess it's all it took one attack. I'm going to just, like, move to there. All right. Yeah, kind of just go around the queue into there. Flora, what you got? Is this person to the uh, lower right of me dead? Unconscious, or what's she doing? Uh, roll, roll me a perception check. Oh. Okay. How about sense uh, motive? Are you dead? Are you dead? <laughs> I'm not dead yet. Perception 16. That is 18. <laughs> it's burnt to crisp. Is the fire still there on her? Yep. I'm going to put that oh, fire yeah. out. Okay. <laughs> You're, uh, cloak, your jacket is like starting to get tattered. Do, do I have to do anything or do I just get it? I rolled a 15 because I thought I had to roll something. Uh, yeah, it's a combat maneuver. Uh, you're good. Oh, okay. Uh, it's DC 12. I'll tell you right now. Fantastic. Townsfolk and fire. The townsfolk all make it out. Thanks to Ozil's arousing speech. Um, I was a little surprised she- of myself. To be honest, <laughs> run for Phrasma. <laughs> exactly. I mean, hey, I thought it was a—it's a good campaign slogan, at least. My God. No, I mean, my God. Roll me a reflex save, Father Ozel. The fire's getting on, Father Ozel. Um, reflex. I recently got a bump. Which is nice. Uh, to a 13. 13 is not going to do it. Eef. You get burnt as this fire engulfs you for one fire damage. Okay, we'll take it. Am I still on fire? If you stay there, you will gotcha. be hurt again. Uh, but you're not currently like caught fire. You got a hot foot. Okay. And it's your turn. Um, he's going to move quickly five, 10, 15. Um, I think he's going to double move towards the exit and yell as he does. Uh, I'm on fire! 
We must vacate the town hall as quickly as possible. Super calm for a man who just so recently <laughs> caught on fire. All right, Stormac. This person adjacent to me uh, it, it has a red X on him um, and fire as well. I quickly look at this person right next to me. Uh, that's a 11 on the die for a 20. 20 perception. Yeah, you, th you think they're done for. Well, um, all these people here look like they're done for. Except for us. Yeah, uh-huh. What's Sheriff Collar doing? Yeah, what's he doing? Uh, he's been ushering people out the door. Uh-huh. They're all gone now. What's he doing? Um, well, you'll see on his next turn. Oh. <laughs> uh, it doesn't look like this building is overwhelmed with fire. There's a lot of fire going on here. But it seems like the building could be saved. Um, we've been in town for a while. Is there any sort of fire brigade plan? You know, is there troughs of water s somewhere? Uh, what, what's he thinking? Um, there's probably a horse trough out front. Um, but that's but it. other than that, yeah, there's no like fire safety shit or anything. Where in town is this located? Uh, the the town hall, southeast of the town square. So it's part of the square. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's danger. All right. Well, uh, for Stormax's turn, he's right next to the front door. He'll run out and head towards. Um, the water, um, perhaps grabbing a bucket along the way and yelling, um, you can still save this building! And I guess that's it. Right. I'll say you get out there and grab a bucket. And this guy's dead. Sidriel, what do you do? Um, Sidriel is gonna move up toward the door. And then he's going to see if he can press to digitate out one of these little fire squares here. So I think mm. like he can light or put out a small fire. I don't know if that's like one square or... Alright, so it says if you uh, use magic to put out a fire, it gives you a plus four on your combat maneuver check. That includes like create water and stuff. Okay. That'll be a ten. With the plus four? Uh... Oh, then my normal plus two, so a 12. DC 12. Uh, which fire? This one. Oh, there we go. Uh, the one that's 10 feet away from me. Cool. Yep. Anything else? Uh, no, that's a moving to standard, so... Um, so, I guess, so probably casting Prestidigitation lasts for an hour. Uh, I mean, it's cantrip, it's zero level anyway, so do I just spend a standard action each turn? as long as I'm 10 feet away from a fire and it's not going to attempt to roll again. Uh, yeah, I'd say that's fine. Okay, that's probably what I'm going to be doing. And then Flora's up next. Uh, I will go here and try to use my coat on another fire. Alright. Uh, Combat maneuver. Uh, that is an 8 for a 12. Mm, convenient. What? Awesome. It's a plus 4. Like the third 12 in a row. It's funny. <laughs> what? No, I was getting higher. I was getting really high before. thought I wasn't going to Maybe second. I <laughs> agreed not to do that on game nights. <laughs> I was getting so yeah. high. <laughs> Father Rizzle, how high are you? Um, very. Uh, let's see where I go. 
I was gonna put um, the fire out, is it my but turn? then I got high. <laughs> I was gonna put the fire out, but then I got high. Um, he's just gonna leave the building. Oh, <laughs> okay. I to guess be honest, that's the plan. <laughs> there's too many fires for it to be. Uh, I mean, once the Actually, building's fully engulfed, they would have spread one more. You think it's fully engulfed? Oh yeah. If they're all gonna spread one more. Standard action per fire. Fuck that shit. Right, so I mean, we can get each one under control, one at a time. That's one less mm. fire spreading. No, I think I think they're right. I think we're gonna lose this. But, but uh, if it's in the square, though, I don't know. What do you do? Yeah, uh, he's gonna bail. Stormak. Uh, Stormak just throws down his bucket, says, fuck it, heads back to Kendra's. No. Uh, what? No, that's that's silly. <laughs> um, Stormak is uh, grabbing buckets. He's got two buckets full of water, and he's heading back in. All right. So you can get in there and, and put out a fire. And and he... and, and Or and, attempt to with a combat and maneuver. And he uh, also just glances and notices all these other people just standing around doing nothing. <laughs> um, I'd say the sheriff probably ran outside to get a bucket. I mean, uh, what about like, the townsfolks? At the end of the round. Alright, natural uh, 20 on the combat maneuver They're all, like, bonus, fleeing. Uh, on the combat maneuver. Uh, so that's 25. Alright, which fire? Uh, the closest one. How many of you are gonna stay and fight the fire? How many are gonna run away? Sundry will stay as long as there's at least two other people here helping fight the fire. He'll kind of stay by the door and use prestidigitation to keep the fire from engulfing the door so that people with the water can get in and out. I mean, I will definitely stay and fight the fire. I just wanted to get outside of the building before uh, it burned down. But there's probably if, some bad smoke inhalation. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really bad if you've ever seen an indoor fire. They're really nasty. I'm going to say that uh, it takes a while and half of the building is like pretty much fucked. Uh, yeah, but you do, fair. after a while, you're able to put out the fire and there's missing walls and, and stuff, but it doesn't spread to the rest of the town. That's good. Yeah, I don't think we ever expected we were to be able to save the whole building, but if we keep it spreading from the town square, then... We've accomplished our goal. Uh, it would just take a thousand hours to do this whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good call. So I'm going to say the building is destroyed, essentially, but the fire did not spread. Good. And I think that's where we're going to leave it off, as you guys are just putting out the fire and trying to catch your breath. Could, could today get any worse? Every every time we try to do things around here, it seems to get worse. We must investigate that prison. Worst day of bones ever.
I've got bits of skull in me hair. 